The Wholeness Network. Awaken to the reality of wholeness. Today, Robin and I are going to open the discussion about energy work and religion and how they can work together beautifully. Uh, We share our insights and our experiences on this particular topic. So enjoy the show. We are going to attempt religion and energy work. If we can, (laughs) if we can get through this, we are going to have a discussion on how these two things can mesh because we have had that come up in our lives. It comes up quite often. Absolutely. And so we want to just address it head on. Um, We've both found a fantastic integration of both of those. So tell me a little bit about your experience with meshing the two. When I was growing up, I was a very spiritual and very religious person, and I struggled with depression for about 20 years. And during that time, I used all my spiritual tools, I would call them, that Mm -hmm. I had learned uh, in my faith. And those tools being things like prayer, fasting, um, going to holy places, seeking guidance from trusted leaders and reading the scriptures was one of my soothing balms I would say for depression but what I found after about 20 years of doing this is that I was ready for more understanding a deeper understanding of why I was even feeling that way and And so while those spiritual tools had helped me, they had saved me and got me through those 20 years, I was ready to go a little deeper. So I did go to some counseling. I went to group therapy once, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but even in those settings felt like there was something more I was supposed to learn and other ways that I could heal and grow. And so... I started exploring some more modalities that are considered alternative or integrative healing therapies, such as EFT, cranial sacral therapy, rapid eye therapy, Reiki, those uh, things that are often clumped into energy healing category. Mm-hmm. And As I started going through some of those modalities, I was concerned if any of that conflicted with my faith. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a lot of time researching what my church leaders had said, what the scriptures said, what I felt as I prayed, Mm -hmm. and compared that to what I was experiencing in the different healing sessions. And I felt like I really found a place of peace. I didn't see that it had to be divisive in Mm -hmm. any way. Mm -hmm. Um, Integrative medicine usually means integrating with your medical, Western Mm -hmm. medical care. Right. (laughs) But for me, it also integrated into my faith. Mm -hmm. To some people, the word energy work is a 
weird word, you know yes. what I mean? And sometimes even when I say it, I kind of hesitate as I say it because I don't know what it means to you. Do you know what yes. I mean? I don't know how that comes across to you. Right. And I know what it means to me yeah. and what, it, you know, energy just energy work just means I'm working within um, the emotional part of me. You know, that's a, that's a piece of that definition. It also feels like it's just working with the basics of physics to realize that really I needed to bring it into my world and, and have it work for me was something liberating. I think it was important. I think that's an important part of any kind of care, health care, is to say, how does this support me and who I am? Yes. Instead of trying to move into how it, you know, now I'm in this world, how do I fit into this world? No, it should fit into who you you are. And so yeah. once you found your words, did it feel more peaceful to you? Yeah, and I never had unpeace about it. It was just some per people would use a word over here, you know, and some people would use it over here and realize, oh, that's the same thing. You know, those were, right. those were talking about the same thing, you know. Right. And um, it just took a minute. It right. took a minute to, to figure that out. And I, I've had experience with that same principle because I teach Reiki. Mm -hmm. And in uh, where we live, Reiki is considered a spiritual practice. According to Reiki.org, Reiki is a Japanese technique for stress reduction and relaxation that also promotes healing. It is based on the idea that unseen life force energy flows through us and is what causes us to be alive. In my community, spiritual equals religion. Mm -hmm. And yet, to me, Reiki working on the spiritual plane just means working on those mental and emotional right. bodies. On physical parts. Yes. yes. And Correct. and so I know that word has triggered people mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that Reiki is some sort of replacement for religion when actually it just means over relating to the spirit, right. the spiritual aspect of who you are. Yeah. And that's one thing that was difficult because it really is working with things that are undescribable sometimes. You know, <laughs> you have an experience in a session that just is healing and that's the best word I can come up with it and yes. and I can tell you word for word what went on in that session and it wouldn't do justice to the healing that I received and and, it, and an awakening to my own to just the fact that I'm okay I really am a beloved divine being and then you can somehow own that and then I can take that into my spiritual practice and to me it was much deeper to to become, to be able to um, participate more fully in it, on you know, as a more whole being. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I feel the same way. I feel like I have um, been able to be a better Christian, mm -hmm. a better servant, a better um, community member, mm -hmm. a better mother, a better mm -hmm. wife. Yeah. <laughs> because I have found healing in those mental and emotional planes. Mm -hmm. And because I am then more of all of that, I can, con I have more to contribute to my religious practice. Yeah, definitely. What is something that is uncomfortable for people? Let's go into that for a little bit. What is, you know, what, what makes it difficult to, to feel like that those two are not in, com incompatible or that they are not compatible, the religion and energy work? Yeah. 
I think, first of all, that um, some people see these different modalities as their new religion. Mm-hmm. And they find some healing, they find some peace, and they think that whatever they have gained is greater than what they've been experiencing in the past, maybe in their religious practices. And so I know there are people in my church who have left the church uh, in thinking Reiki is their new religion or other healing modalities are their new religion. And for me, it's quite simple and very clear. There we have saving ordinances in our church, things like baptism that I believe are, are eternal in nature, are um, significant to me in my level of commitment to God and what I'm covenanting to do with Him. Mm-hmm. And when I look at Reiki, something like that, Reiki is simply a tool. There are no saving ordinances in Reiki. There mm-hmm. is no religion right. in Reiki. Reiki is not founded on any religion. It's not based on any uh, spiritual beliefs. An atheist could do Reiki. Mm-hmm. Reiki is simply a tool to help you process and work through and release emotional suffering. Mm-hmm. But there is no salvation per se right. in Reiki right. where I feel that there are saving ordinances and important covenants that I would choose to make in my life that I do believe does affect my eternal salvation. And so I think that's one of the issues. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about another issue that we've discussed that we're both concerned about in that when people go in for healing, sometimes the practitioners will give them answers about their life, tell them what they need to do, Mm -hmm. whether they're advising them to get a divorce, they're advising them to leave their job, they're advising them to leave their religion, they're advising them to... Mm -hmm break up or continue a relationship a lot of advice is given Mm -hmm. in these sessions and sometimes the advice is contrary to the religious Mm -hmm. practices or principles or what the person might naturally do Mm -hmm. were they connected to their faith right and i think that's a concern Mm -hmm. and i love the word advice because that's the thing that's interesting is really in energy work there's no advice (laughs) it's not part of the modalities is advice you know Um, me and you are both practitioners and we can help people find answers and clarity for themselves but we once we step into advice that's a different conversation that that becomes a different relationship with the client advice is is different than you know, and and I hope as the as the client coming in, they would recognize the difference between advice as a friend because you're coming having friend and energy work. You know, energy work and advice are not the same thing <laughs> at all. You right. know, that's not part of the training at, right. all, at all. And I could see how that would be confusing for people because people in this world have are very gifted and it would be really easy to want to get advice from some of these very gifted people 
Yes. But we ourselves or you as as a client or someone seeking help, um, you know, that's one part where energy work is appropriate. This is your energy work. This is working within your parameters, not within the practitioner's parameters. Right. It's it's aligning your energy, not changing it. Right. Know, or moving it, replacing it, or... Right. So, or directing it. Or directing it. Cor- yeah. Correct. Yes. And I agree. For me, one of the most important principles in my faith is free agency. That I believe that's one of our most precious gifts, the ability to make choices and to choose. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is a concern of mine that sometimes people come into this and come into a session and the practitioner will tell them something they should do, and they do it without questioning, right. without asking, without going within to say, does this fit with what I believe? Does mm-hmm. this feel true to me? Mm-hmm. And there are so many ways in our lives that we seek advice. We, If we're struggling with our finances, we could go to a a financial counselor or an investor, if we're struggling with our health, we could seek a medical doctor or a, a dietitian. If we're struggling in our relationships, we can go to a psychologist or a counselor. It's not it's not a bad thing to be seeking for advice right, and we right. seek out those who have um, qualified training in particular areas in our life. But my concern is that we are each the expert on our own life. Right. Nobody else knows what is best for me better than me. Mm-hmm. And so when I just turn my decisions over to someone else without stopping to ask, does this feel good? Is this mm-hmm. right for me? I think we're giving up our agency mm-hmm. and... Um, in the very essence of who we are, which is, you know, which in our world, we're trying to create an idea that you have wholeness within you. Yes. So you're not missing the ability to be able to know for yourself. Right. Um, going to someone and having that guidance is so helpful. I'm the first one to say that has helped me in, in my life. Right. But, but yeah, it's, I've also, I've been, I've gone to sessions where I felt like it was not as much about me as it was about the practitioner giving the session. Right. And I am grateful that I had the discernment enough to say, this doesn't work for me. Right. And I would love to empower people to be able to do that for themselves. Right. Even with me. Right. Even Absolutely. with me. I have been, um, at times challenged with a health issue where I saw a dietitian and they told me things to do. Some of it worked for me. Some of it didn't. Right. We've hired a financial um, advisor and some of the things they told us to do worked. Some of it right, didn't. Right. You know, and I think, I think it's important in all aspects of our life to use caution mm-hmm. and to use our power of discernment to tap into our own knowing Mm -hmm. and exercise that faith and prayer and 
those principles where we have the right to receive revelation for our life, Mm -hmm. personal revelation Mm -hmm. is important. Right. I love the word caution because, you know, and it's not just to say, it's not a warning against it. It's we let's have caution about, about all parts of your life. Like you said, that's great advice. One of the things that's also really important to me in this work as far as connecting with religion, when I help someone or I'm working with somebody, my greatest goal is to connect them to their own divinity. Mm -hmm. And as they do that, they connect to God. Mm -hmm. They connect to Christ. They connect to... um, their higher power. Their higher yeah. power, yes. Yeah, yeah. I never want them to finish a session and feel connected to me. Right. I'm not the savior. No. <laughs> I'm not the healer. Um, but I can help guide them to find that again mm-hmm. in their life. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes when people are in trauma or during a trial, they do disconnect from God. They they quit trusting God. They mm-hmm. start second-guessing their faith. Uh, they uh, lose hope. Mm-hmm. They feel like if if I were more righteous or my religion really worked and I've been obedient, this mm-hmm. stuff wouldn't be happening right. to me. And somehow they blame God or their religion in their life. And, and so it's hard to then say, well, actually, your faith is your answer here. Right. Because they've completely <laughs> right. shut that out in their life. And so we have to go to the wound. We yeah. have to go to the point of brokenness and heal that so that they can then see the truth, mm-hmm. align themselves back with the truth. And as they connect back to the truth of who they are, they see their relationship with God differently. They see their understanding of themselves differently and their relationship with others differently. And so I always hope that my clients leave more connected to God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than when they came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe that means something different to different people. True. But, you know, but the essence of that is for them to, yeah, connect, connect. That's, that's the whole, that's the whole point. That's, yes, that's the whole point. So one thing I wanted to mention is that these modalities are simply a tool. Like we said, they're not a replacement for religion. They're not, um, a new religion. (laughs) But if someone is depressed, we really do have a lot of options. We could put on our running shoes and go out and go running. A lot of times activity will give you those endorphins that help lift your mood. You could go to a medical doctor and get a prescription for an antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. That is something many people choose to help with depression. You could go to a counselor, a psychologist, a social worker. You could go do some of the talk therapy methods that are out there, and that could help alleviate your depression. You could also choose energy work as something that could help 
alleviate your symptoms and help you find that balance and peace again. And all of these options have some kind of extremes to them. You, mm-hmm. you, you can become hyper-obsessed about mm-hmm. the gym. You could people can become addicted to medications. Mm-hmm. You, you can get advice from even a qualified therapist like I did that really isn't going to help your life. And you could go to an energy worker and um, get advice that isn't going to lead you down your best path. Each of these options have some measure of accountability in mm-hmm. them that any of those options taken to those kind of extremes could be harmful for you, not really helpful for you. But I think the important thing is to, again, take responsibility for your health, for everything that's going in and out of your body, your mind, your spirit, your mental yeah. <laughs> capacities, and and really be discerning in what you need and what will help you. If I were going to a medical doctor, I would take great care in selecting somebody that I trust. If I picked a financial advisor, I would be very um, concerned and check their credentials and look at Mm -hmm. um, those that have worked with them. In the same way, energy work, I would not just go to anybody in the phone book for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even though I teach Reiki and I love Reiki, I would not just go to any Reiki practitioner Mm -hmm. at all. I would carefully select someone that I felt aligned with my mm-hmm. um, beliefs or or my yeah standard of living or how I like to solve problems. Yeah. I guess almost just have a connection with that person, right? Know, if it doesn't feel like you have a connection, right, then it's it's okay to not go to them again, right? <laughs> it's yes, okay. yes, and just recognize that. Each of those things, again, are just a tool, Mm -hmm. just a tool for you to use. But with any tool, you would use caution, you would use discernment, and you would take responsibility. Correct. Thank you for listening. Join the community of knowledge and growth at thewholenessnetwork.com.